Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. This is Anthony. This is James, and this is Movie News 6. Lots lots happening this week. It was a, a busy week. Happened, yeah. So uh, the box office-wise, Black Widow was just released, and it made $13 million. It's Thursday night, which is huge, especially post-pandemic. It reached over $40 million by Friday night and Saturday, so it's going to have a huge weekend for sure. It'll probably uh, pull in 80 mil. Looks yeah, like. that's what they're projecting. Then yeah. Fast Nine is still just a monster at the box office. It still is a tank. It's all good news. It's all good news. People going to the theaters. You know, I think. I mean, you can say what you want about big budget studio movies, but they're actually very important for all movies getting made. As if these movies make money, that's a good thing for all of the business. Yeah, because those indie films don't get made. Those yeah. smaller budget films. Those companies, their own. Guess who distributes those small movies? Yeah, big companies distribute them, so we need them. So, and we're actually going to check out Black Widow probably tonight. I think we're going to watch and We're going to yeah. try to get a bonus episode up this week. Yeah, a nice bonus one. Uh, there's a new trailer for a new AMC show, a miniseries um, called The North Water with uh, Colin Farrell and Jack O'Connell, and it looks sick. It's about a group of whalers who seem to get lost up in the Arctic, and I love the tone. Uh, Colin Farrell's got an epic beard, and he has a great accent as this like uh, weathered whaler. And it just looks like my cup of tea for sure. Jack O'Connell, that's the guy from Broken, right? Yeah. The Angelina yeah. Jolie movie? Mm-hmm. Nice, cool. And Startup. Um, Greta Gerwig was just confirmed to be directing and writing a Barbie movie, which will star Margot Robbie. It's filming next year. I mean, if you want a Barbie, it's Margot Robbie. And released yeah. in 2023. And so this is an interesting idea because, you know, when you think of Barbie and you think of a movie that's going to be made, like, it's like a very commercial-driven character or, like, product in general. It's a huge for consumerism. But also the interesting thing about Barbie is Barbie can be anything she wants to be. So maybe they're going to play with that concept of it, and she can be any, She can be an astronaut. She can be an engineer. She can be a scientist. So. She can be like Forrest Gump. Yeah, like the Forrest <laughs> Gump with Barbie. So I don't know what they're planning. They must have a good idea, though. It seems like toys are going to be the new movie thing in the next few years mm-hmm. because there's the Atlanta Downwards doing the uh, Polly Pocket they're just then, running out of ideas, Yeah, and bro. then there's another toy that's getting made into uh, movies. I can't remember what it is. Digimon. So, <laughs> so it seems like Cabbage Patch Kids. <laughs> seems like that's the new theme for movies. Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> uh, there's a trailer for Val Kilmer's autobiographical documentary called Val, and it seems like it's a very touching and moving doc. And apparently, since he was a little kid, he's been recording his life with, like, Super 8 cameras and video cameras, and he has, like, apparently footage from worth – from 50 years of his life of just all this footage. Yeah, he's got like a warehouse full of yeah, stuff. Yeah, they put together and it looks really touching. Yeah, and, yeah. and uh, his son does the voiceover because Val had throat cancer, or has throat cancer, and so he's, he talks with us with a voice box. So his son does the voice. He sounds very much like him, so it's actually really, it looks like a really moving documentary. Tons of like set footage of like, there's there's a, the trailer looks really good. There's a shot of like him with Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon's yeah. like, oh, it's a really cool camera, Val. Yeah. It's like, that's gonna be really cool. I want to yeah. check it out. There's a trailer for this movie called Sweet Girl, which is Jason Momoa's next film uh, before Aquaman two, and it, it's a basically like a Born esque thriller where he goes on the run um, from Big Pharma, and I'm I'm happy for any movie that takes aim at Big Pharma because it's a, a horrible industry that uh, profits off of you know medications and stuff, and it's not they're not good people. The big pharmacy, but man, sometimes I need that clarity. Yeah, you need that clarity sometimes, <laughs> but it seems like it seems like a very interesting action thriller. Uh, we have a trailer and first shots from Scenes from a Marriage, which is a film adaptation, and it stars Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain. And they were also co-starred in that movie. Was it Most Violent Year? 
they also uh, studied at Juilliard together. Oh, that's really they cool. Were, they were students together. On the way. They were so friends back then. Great chemistry together. It looks like a really interesting movie because it's kind of like I get the vibe of Marriage Story, but like a little darker and, and more intense. It's actually um, it's a movie by Ingmar Bergman, um, the Swedish director from like the 60s, and this is an adaptation of that as a miniseries. There's a clip for Space Jam, A New Legacy with uh, LeBron and Bugs Bunny. Uh, and um, DC superheroes are involved in it. It looks like a lot of fun. I think that um, DC realized, like, let's capitalize and go Ready Player One and throw all of our properties into this movie. Why not? And make it a pop culture sensation. So I think that that will be a main difference between the old Space Jam where they didn't show the other properties. That's a great comparison, Ready yeah. Player One. Good yeah. idea. Good plan. Yeah, I think they saw that, like, yeah, let's make that new Space Jam. Yeah, sounds about right. Matthew Vaughn's cast for Argyle, his upcoming film just got released, and it's stacked. We got Henry Cavill, Bryce Dallas Howard, Catherine O'Hara, Samuel L. Jackson, plus some more, and it's, it looks awesome. Yeah, I mean, I love Matthew Vaughn. It's, I hope Henry Cavill carries a gun and beats people up. Then I'm in with that charm, with that British charm. <laughs> Should be cool. <laughs> Sign me up. Take my money. There's a new uh, trailer for Don't Breathe 2, two. which is the sequel to the first Don't Breathe. And we saw that film and we really enjoyed it. I thought it was a fantastic horror film. They did a great job. Great new horror villain that we'd never seen before. But I gotta say, we watched this trailer together, and we were both like, as it was playing, we were like, "What?" Disappointed, Dis- let down, and surprised because the the guy, he's a great new horror. I thought it could have been a horror icon, this blind guy, and because he's a vicious guy in the first one, and just a bad person. You know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah, uh, he's been through a lot, yeah, but he's still you, a bad you, person. You, you empathize with him, but ultimately, he's he's doing bad things. And then in this trailer. It seems like for the sequel, they turn him into a hero, a heroic figure who's rescuing a girl. And it seems like such a, a polar opposite to what he was doing in the first one. It didn't really make any sense to me at all. It yeah. seemed like a different movie. It's a missed opportunity. They can make a great franchise, like you said, a new horror icon. And I just watched the trailer. I was so excited about it. We were like, oh, dude, trailer, come here. Don't breathe too. Yeah. Really let down. And also, it doesn't seem scary because the people he's killing are bad guys like criminals and that makes it unscary because the first one works so well because they're criminals they're criminals but like ulti- like the girl was innocent like generally like a, an innocent girl she was just you trying know to trying money. to get money to to help her family and so you really you felt for her and she wasn't like a bad person but it, the, he's like killing thugs in this one and just it won't have the scare but they're factor. like after him yeah it's just it doesn't look it yeah. doesn't sound the same thing and I'm really disappointed it's not the same director i think the guy who made the first one produced it but yeah, yeah. Different, different director, director. different writer i'm, but I'm sure, sure he's involved in the story not uh, that the filmmaking doesn't look cool, but it's a different, different yeah. villain. It's a different character almost. Yeah. Um, after Yang trailer just dropped, and this is about in the near future, a family reckons with questions of love, connection, and loss after their AI helper unexpectedly breaks down. Is written and directed by Kongo Nada. Stars Colin Farrell looks really interesting. Yeah, uh, Colin Farrell is always making interesting choices nowadays, and so I'll definitely check this out. It seems really cool. Adam McKay's Don't Look Up is going to be released in December on Netflix, and this is going to be a great movie, I'm sure. It's got a crazy cast, Leo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Kate Blanchett, Mel Streep, Jonah Hill, Timothy Chalamet, Ariana Grande, Himesh Patel, Chris Evans, and Matthew Perry all in one movie. And Himesh Patel was the actor from yesterday, mm-hmm. and he was also in Tenet. Very, very good uh, British actor. This cast is insane. That's crazy. I we should, I want to watch this in theaters, and I want to see it on Netflix. Oh, yeah, me too. We I should, love Adam McKay's movies. Yeah, we should definitely watch that in the theaters. And then there's a new look at Paul Rudd and Carrie Coon in Ghostbusters Afterlife. And Carrie Coon, you'd recognize her from Gone Girl. She plays Ben Affleck's sister in that film. Very good actor. And um, 
like we said, uh, we talked about Ghostbusters a couple weeks ago. It seems like a, a, a new injection of energy into the franchise. Um, we'll see. Uh, hopefully, I think they're trying to build the whole trilogy themselves because the kids are so young in this one. Maybe they're like trying to plan out a whole series for them as they grow into adulthood. Um, it definitely has like Stranger Things vibes. But we'll see. I think it looks pretty interesting. I mean, you have the lead from Stranger Things in it, yeah. so here we go. <laughs> um, a sequel to The Tomorrow War is now in the works at Amazon. They're going to be bringing back Chris McKay and Chris Pratt in the leading role. I'm, so, I'm in. So I'm curious. Like My my idea of what they're probably going to do is have, you know, spoiler alerts if you haven't seen it, just for the next 30 seconds, when the they discover the ship that's crashed in Russia and they find the aliens inside, but the, the cockpit is full of upside-down intel- intelligent alien life. My assumption is there going to be new aliens that... The, the intelligent life that crash-landed comes back to Earth, maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe they bring more of the monsters to yeah. clear the planet. That's maybe my guess. Yeah, that could. That seems like... A, like, they could. They got okay. some kind of signal that the ship got blown up. Yeah, maybe some fall-on attack. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm I'm down. I'm, 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 once that comes out, I'm watching it first Let's night. Let's go. Hell, yeah. And then uh, John Boyega was cast in this movie called 1892. He actually replaced a different actor named 892. He actually replaced uh, an actor named Jonathan Majors who left due to scheduling conflicts. And so John Boyega came in last minute to kind of save the movie because otherwise the production was going to be screwed. And it follows a Marine War veteran who suffers from mental scars and struggles with his transition back to civilian life. Boyega is a very talented actor. Um, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing him in this, a very dramatic role, but also... I'm super excited because they announced that they're making an Attack the Block sequel, Heck and yeah. I can't wait for that. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Uh, also, the trailer for What If just dropped, and it's like... The Marvel thing, yeah, right? Yeah, the Marvel Avengers franchise. It's like an animated movie, or is it a show? I'm not 100% sure. i got to look more into it. I think it's an animated show. But it's like, what if? What happens if like different things happen? Like, different characters are in different roles of the of the franchise, and like... Tony Stark in the Iron Man franchise. What if he gets saved by Killmonger? And what if, what if Black Panther T'Challa is one of the the Raiders in Guardians of the Galaxy? It's it's pretty interesting. Hmm. I guess they have so many storylines in the comics they can do anything. Yeah, why not? So yeah. it, it seems really cool. Content, content, content. Yeah. But they all voice the characters. Oh, really? Yeah. So all the actors. Oh. So it's technically Chadwick Boseman's last role. So oh wow, all the actors actually voice them. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow, very cool, dude. They they pay they pretty pretty well at Marvel. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt has a new film coming out, which is uh, he directed and wrote, which just like his last film, Don John, which came out I think in 2012, which he directed and wrote and starred in. It was very good. Uh, this is called Mr. Corman, and it's going to be a mini series on Apple, and he plays a fifth grader who struggles to find fifth grade happy. teacher fifth grade teacher <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays a fifth grader. <laughs> Four-year-old fifth grader. It's like that show Chad when <laughs> Nassim Pedron plays yeah. the fifth grader. Um, and he plays a guy who kind of gets lost in his imagination. It looks like a very creative film. Uh, JGL is a very talented guy, so I'll definitely keep an eye out for this. Well, it's not lost in his imagination, really. It's more like he's going through a midlife crisis. Right, like, right, yeah. my, is my life pointless? Have I achieved anything? Um, I'm trying to find meaning. I'm going through anxiety. So I think it seems like a really relatable film to people who, like, you know, you've You've grown up, you went to college, you got a job, you've been working that job for like 10 years, and now you're like, is this it? The things you own end up owning you. <laughs> <laughs> Going right into consumerism, but okay, Fight Club. <laughs> Looks good. Netflix, because they have all the money, have a movie coming out with The Rock, Gal Gadot, and Ryan Reynolds, and it's called the it's called Red Notice, and it's going to be a heist thriller that comes out on November 12th. Um, I'm definitely going to check it out because The Rock and Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot are 
all superstars, so it should be a good movie. $130 million budget. That's a big That's budget. huge for yeah. Netflix. They got the money. First trailer dropped for Disney's Encanto. Looks pretty interesting. It's it's about a family who has like magical powers. Looks really cool. Everyone's got powers now. You gotta have powers. <laughs> you gotta have powers. <laughs> Can't make a movie without powers. Yeah, kids don't know like, wait, where are the superpowers? <laughs> and then they're like, why don't I have superpowers? <laughs> It'll come one day. A new trailer for Adrian Brody's new gothic horror series, Chapel Wait, came out. Uh, it looks like a very cool fil- uh, small series. It kind of reminds me of The Woman in Black with uh, Daniel Radcliffe. That's a cool has, movie. has those vibes. And I those love vibes, bro. Yeah, it's, got, it's got good vibes, bro. <laughs> uh, I love Adrian Brody. I'll, uh, I'll definitely check this out because I love gothic horror, and I love trying to be scared by shows. And it, miniseries never really pull off horror that well. Like a movie, so I'm curious. All you gothic horror girls listening, Anthony loves gothic horror. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the way to my heart. Scream has officially been completed per director Matt Bettinelli. 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 Just say Matt. <laughs> Matt Olpen. Bettinelli. There's a lot of Bettinelli. letters. Bettinelli. 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 It's not Olpen. that hard. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, Scream's going to be awesome. They got, like, the full cast coming back. Yeah. And, you know, it's, like, the 13th movie in the franchise. So let's see what it's like. <laughs> I'm curious to see a trailer. So apparently for Marvel Studios, Kevin Feige has revealed that actors are no longer going to be locked into multi-picture deals moving forward, um, saying that it varies now. So I think that this is a way of them, like, maybe trying to save some money where they don't have to lock someone in for, like, 10 years. They can kind of see... Oh, how are they performing in this one movie? And if we like them, we can sign them again rather than getting stuck with them. Maybe. So, like, when they realized they had to pay Chris Hemsworth and Robert Downey Jr. $80 million. Yeah, and they are like, yeah, let's not do this that's anymore. That's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> let's do maybe one or two movies and go from there. Yeah. For one movie, they paid them that much. It's crazy. They must have had some deal, like, like, as the movies go on, they make more and more money. Yeah, and also maybe being less restrictive about what their storylines are so they don't have to include, oh, we need to include this person in this because they're still a part of that deal. So yeah. it probably gives them more freedom. Yeah, probably. Let's see. There's a new Paul McCartney um, documentary. with um, It's called McCartney 321, and it's being uh, produced by McCartney and Rick Rubin, the famous music producer. And they're basically um, going over McCartney's career from start to the present. And sign me up because uh, Paul's my favorite Beatle, and he's the band. He's great. Congratulations. It's awesome. Um, there's a behind-the-scenes video of, like, interviews and, like, some footage of the new film starring Zachary Levi as quarterback Kurt Warner in American Underdog. And the movie looked—I'm I'm interest, interested in the concept. I don't know what it's going to look like. Like, I, I think Kurt Warner's awesome. I love football, obviously. We're huge football fans. And Kurt Warner's story is incredible where he was, you know, a grocery worker— Stalker. And then he went, made it into the Arena Football League, and then he went on to become an NFL Hall of Famer. So it's Two-time inc- Super Bowl champion from two different teams. And I think he has at least one MVP. Yeah. So, like, what an incredible American story. So it, hopefully they pull it off. And, you know, Zachary Levi is a good actor. But what we were talking about earlier is, like, Zachary Levi is, like, 40 years old, and he's got to play, like, a he's 20. older than 40. He's yeah. got to play a 20-year-old for parts of a movie. Well, not tw- He was, like, 26, yeah. 25. But, like, he just... Well, I watched. They have little snippets of trailers without. Um, it's kind of like they have CG, They haven't CGI'd any of this crowds in or anything, so it's just very raw footage. But it still seemed like he seems way too old to be playing the role. I love. He's a great actor. He's very charming. But I mean, you could clearly see this guy's in his forties and he's playing like a twenty-six-year-old. So it seemed a little out of place. But uh, we'll see. Hopefully, they pull it off. It's a great story. 
from what is this Pride and Prejudice inspired reality dating show most ardently picked up at Peacock? Yeah, so it's going to be a dating show where everyone dresses up in like Pride and Prejudice era clothing. And it's like themed as Pride and Prejudice, like in the castle and stuff. Like, it's like dating, or, dating shows are taking over TV now. They're or, taking over. Wow. I mean, okay. <laughs> I mean, is is uh, <laughs> first we got animals, now we got Victorian era. Well, hey, if that's what people want to watch, you yeah. get to watch what you want to watch. Yeah, it's true. A first image for, I didn't even know they were making a movie, Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. It's a movie called Spirited. And they don't know, we don't know anything about the movie, but there's a photo they showed on set of them both just like staring at each other like an inch apart. And they're both hysterical, so I can't wait to see them. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Because, yeah. I mean, Will Ferrell and Marky Mark are great in the, the other guys. Yeah. So this should be good. Yeah. Uh, Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley has been rated R. Hell yeah, for strong, bloody violence, some sexual content, nearly in language. Cast includes Bradley Cooper. I didn't even know he was in this movie. Kate Blanchett, Rooney Mara, Tony Colletti, Ron Perlman, and Willem Dafoe. What a stacked lineup. Hell of a cast. Bradley Cooper is just killing it right now. Paul Thomas Anderson and then Guillermo del Toro. It's crazy. We have um, Parasite, Bong Joon-ho's Oscar-winning film, is being adapted into a series. Uh, it's going to star Mark Ruffalo as uh, the father of the family. And uh, apparently Bong Joon-ho says that he's wo- he's working closely with the screenwriter. I was worried when it was announced. I'm like, oh, are they going to ruin Parasite? But if, if Bong Joon-ho is involved in the writing process, then I'm sure it's going to wind, wind up being very good then. And who's who's writing? Is Adam McKay's writing it? I'm not sure if it's Adam McKay. It might be a different McKay. So, yeah, well, as long as Bong Joon-ho is in control, so yeah. it's going to take place in the United States, which yeah. is different. Yeah, it's an American version. So, I mean, I'm very curious to see this because we love Parasite. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, finally, Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon got announced, and it's a movie that follows a peaceful colony on the edge of the galaxy who are threatened by a tyrannical regent. The colony dispatch a woman with a mysterious past to seek warriors from neighboring planets to help them make a stand. That sounds pretty interesting. Sounds really like Star Wars-y. Sounds cool. Yeah, I'm down to watch that. Oh, for sure. Action movie in space? Count me in. With Zack? We let's, love Zach Let's Snyder. go. Let's go. All right, I think that's about it for movie news. You got anything else? That's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Check out tomorrow's episode. It's going to be epic. Take care. Raiders of the Lost Podcast is a Mirror Image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson. Thank you for watching Raiders of the Lost Podcast. Hit that subscribe button and notification bell. Listen to the audio formats of Raiders of the Lost Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Raiders of the Lost Podcast.